My name is Matthew Becker. I'm a husband, a level one CrossFit trainer, a CrossFit affiliate owner, personal trainer, Olympic lifting coach, lawyer, blogger, employer, mentor. Oh, and I own a retired racing greyhound. I have a lot on my plate and I gotta keep moving forward. In business, they say if you aren't growing, you are dying. So to keep moving forward, I have to improve by 1% every day. It's called the aggregation of marginal gains. It requires me to optimize my life as much as possible. On the Stronger Revolution podcast, I share strategies with you so that you can improve your life by 1% every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Stronger Revolution podcast. As the introduction said, my name is Matthew Becker. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. If so, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. Or make sure if you're listening on Spotify that you follow the podcast so that you can get updates, at least a little blue dot, every time we release a new episode. On today's topic, we're going to kind of bring together a couple of things that we've touched base on in the last couple of episodes. Today's topic is putting important things first. So a couple of episodes ago, we talked about the idea that structure is freedom and how to organize your day so that you have a whole lot of structure in your day, even maybe down to the individual hour, individual half hour, etc., so that you knew everything that you needed to do. And then you would know what time you had available for extra time to do things because you knew exactly what it is that you had to get done and you knew where you could slot in free time or special events or get-togethers or lunches, or dinners, etc. And then toward the end of that episode, we talked a little bit about now that you have the structure to you to your day, starting to put in those things that you needed to get done in order to accomplish your goals. And one of the things that I had mentioned at the time was that you would look at your schedule, and let's say, I think I kept using like the 9 a.m. time slot, that you would look at your schedule for the day and you knew what it was that you needed to do that day in order to step 1% closer to your goal. So that was what you scheduled at nine o'clock that morning. So that way you knew every day you would be getting whatever step that was done so you could step one um, position closer to getting 1% better every day, the aggregation of marginal gains. And then if something came in and disrupted that 9 a.m. time schedule, I think the example I used was like all of a sudden I have to be in court at nine o'clock that morning that because I had such structure to my day, all I would have to do is move back whatever that important thing was to later in the day and I would still be able to get it done. I would just essentially shift around my structure. And then last time we talked about our morning and evening routines and how we can bookend our days with these morning and evening routines to set ourselves up to be the most productive and most successful we can be during the day. So in today's episode, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of start to bring those two things together 
start to design out the framework framework of our day and start to design our day to make sure that our structure is exactly the way that we want it to be so that we are constantly working toward our goals slash our purpose. The concept, as I like to call it, is called important things first. It's also been described as first things first. Stephen Covey, the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, also wrote a book called First Things First. I didn't originally learn about this concept from Mr. Covey. I picked it up when I joined a business consulting group uh, for uh, my gym. They sent out a whole bunch of videos in the beginning that were sort of these productivity concept videos that you were supposed to watch. And the idea was if you watched these videos and you implemented what they were saying in the videos as far as productivity is concerned, then you would kind of have the framework needed to carry out the various tasks that you were going to be tasked with from this business consulting company. At the time, I didn't have a whole lot of concept of, or or eh, what can I say, not concept, but I guess big picture of what it is that, that they were trying to show me. But I remember watching them and I remembered the ideas and, and what they were talking about. And then I came across it at a later date, and I'm actually not even quite sure where. Um, and then I read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, and Stephen Covey covers it very briefly in The Seven Habits. And the idea is that you're going to take those important things that you need to get done throughout the day, and you're going to do them first in the morning before anything else comes in and distracts you. So if we take an example, we look at somebody who, maybe it's ourselves at the moment, who don't put important things first in our day, and we look at them and what we see is that maybe they get up, maybe uh, they... um, have some kind of morning routine, but then they get to the office and all of a sudden they get bombarded by a whole bunch of stuff, whether it's other people walking into the office or emails or phone calls or something like that. And all of a sudden now they are off and running on a whole bunch of different other tasks that they know they need to complete. And those important things that they really wanted to do aren't getting done. If you followed sort of my instruction back when we talked about structure is freedom, then hopefully you've started to control this a little bit by scheduling out certain things that you're going to do during your day at certain times. For example, with the structure, maybe you get up and you go through your morning routine and you get to the office and you know that when you get to the office, you have something that you have to do in order to get 1% better today and you have been very disciplined enough to get that one thing done and then you worry about your emails and your voicemails and other people who need to talk to you in meetings and everything else. And if so, you're already one step better than most people. So how do we define 
an important thing? What does it mean? Well, the very basic way that is in conjunction with the message that I'm delivering through this podcast is that an important thing is that thing that takes you one step closer to accomplishing your goal. All right. I've used the example a couple of times, it's just easy, about trying to earn my precision nutrition certification. So I know that in order to do this, I have to read a chapter, and at the end of the chapter, I have to take the test, and I have to pass the test, and I have to do this 18 times because there's 18 chapters. And if I want to accomplish this in a couple of months, then I have to try to accomplish one chapter per week. That has always been my goal. Now it's slowed down a little bit for other various reasons, like extra long chapters that I can't get done in a week, but that was my initial goal. So I knew that every day I had to um, read a portion of the chapter if I was going to accomplish or complete that chapter within a week. So that is defined as my important task for that day. But there are other ways by which we can define an important task. Another way that we can look at this and say, well, what are the important tasks? The important tasks would be those tasks or things that I'm going to do that are going to have a large benefit in the future and maybe not necessarily a large benefit right now. These are things that aren't necessarily urgent, right? Um, an example that I one came across as something that would be considered an important task would be buying life insurance. It's something that does not have a direct benefit at the immediate moment, but it's something that is going to have a very large long-term benefit, potentially, if I ever need the use of my life insurance. I once wrote a blog article on the fact that continuing an exercise routine is, in my opinion, an important task, but it's not urgent. And that people have a difficult time sticking to an exercise routine because there is no urgency to it and there is no immediate payout or result that you can see, as there would be with an urgent task. So you go and you know you need to exercise and you spend these long hours every day, maybe an hour or, or more, exercising over a long period of time in order to get a long period benefit, not an immediate benefit. So these are the tasks that quote-unquote experts, Mr. Stephen Covey, some other individuals say, you need to put first in your day. Because what you need to do now is you need to put the take these steps to put these tasks in place in order to reap the long-term benefits. Another way of looking at this is short-term displeasure for long-term pleasure, which is sort of the measuring stick by that in which we should be participating. Short-term displeasure for long-term pleasure, which is the opposite of, say, something like consuming alcohol, which brings you short-term pleasure and potentially long-term displeasure, not an important task. To organize all of this together, there is an uh, illustration out there called an Eisenhower box or an Eisenhower cube. And I'm going to do my best to describe this through the podcast. If you have an opportunity, 
go to the Industrial Athletics um, website, industrial-athletics.com. Check out the blog post that is associated with this episode. I'm going to do my best to remember the quote-unquote show notes to put the image of an Eisenhower box um, in the show notes so you can see what I'm talking about. It's going to be a little bit difficult to describe it. Hopefully, I can describe it in a way that you can see it. So here's the idea. Imagine four boxes arranged in a cube. So you have the upper left quadrant, the upper right quadrant, the lower left quadrant, and the lower right quadrant. Four squares, sort of, I guess, two stacked on top of the other two. And in the upper left-hand corner, you're going to have urgent and important tasks. On the upper right-hand corner, you're going to have important but not urgent tasks. In the lower left-hand corner, you will have urgent but not important tasks. And in the lower right-hand corner, you will have not urgent and not important tasks. And by taking this sort of box, as they call it, the idea was, was that Dwight D. Eisenhower was an incredibly productive individual. And the way that he was so productive is because he took these four boxes in this Eisenhower box and everything he had to do in the day he would put into one of these four boxes and then that is how he would act. So um, the items that were in the upper right-hand corner, the important but not urgent tasks would be things that he would decide upon and schedule a time to do them. So again, these would be things like I need to read a chapter so that I can take the test and proceed closer to my precision nutrition certification. I need to make sure that I go work out every day at 4.30 so I have the best chances of increasing my health and living for a long period of time. These are things that need to be scheduled in order to be completed. These are things that you would schedule first in your day. These are the first things first. Opposite of that, I guess, in the upper left-hand corner are those that are urgent and important. These are going to be the things that you do next, that you have to do today. Maybe it's, these might be considered like, you got to put out a fire, right? You get to the office and there's an immediate emergency. All the computers have gone down and nobody can get anything done. This is an urgent thing for you to do. And it's important because if you don't get it done, nobody can do anything. So either you have to address it or you got to get somebody else to address it right away. This might be also something like, um, I have to file a complaint today in my legal practice because the statute of limitations is up tomorrow, right? So it's something urgent and important that needs to be done right away. On the lower left-hand corner, these are urgent but not important things. So things like scheduling appointments, returning phone calls, answering voicemails, sharing articles, those sorts of things. And the thought process here is that those that are urgent but not important are items that you would delegate if you have an assistant. Then you would delegate these things for somebody else to do so that you can spend your time getting those urgent and important things done, and then really focusing on the important but not urgent things. 
And then the final lower right-hand corner would be not urgent, not important. These are things like checking your social media, watching television, um, and if you're going to be super productive about things, they are either one that you spend the least amount of time on and perhaps even schedule like five minutes to go check your Facebook page or that you just delete altogether off of your to-do list and you don't even waste time because they're not going to do anything in bringing you closer to your goals or closer to living your purpose. So now that we have this concept of the Eisenhower box, we can start to use this to help us organize our day. So back at the beginning of the episode, we talked about how do we decide what those important things are that we need to be focusing on our day. Well, if you've been following along, we know that these important tasks are tasks that increase our productivity. These are tasks that take us one step toward our goals. These are tasks that increase our marginal gains. And so those are the things that are going to primarily hang out in that important but not urgent box. And so when we sit down in the morning, hopefully during your morning routine, and you outline your day as to what it is that you need to do throughout the day, those are going to be the things that take priority. And we're going to look at those important but not urgent things, and maybe we do one or two of them on a daily basis. Something that we know we're dedicating time to. Something that we know that throughout the day is going to have a scheduled amount of time that we are going to protect And we're going to move everything else around that. This is the structure that ultimately results in your freedom. Because you're putting time into these important things. Then we deal with those urgent and important things. What are the things we have to get done today in order to get, you know, like stay good at our job, don't get in trouble, put out fires, make sure everybody else can still be productive. What are those things? And you might be able to sit down when you have an understanding of this and look and say, is the urgent and not important thing more of a priority to get done right now than my important but not urgent thing, right? I like to try to get to the office every morning and accomplish at least one important but not urgent item before I do anything else. Usually, that involves me sitting down and journaling, laying out my day, filling out my planner um, so that I have a clear roadmap of what I have to do during the day and then doing something else that's important but not urgent. Maybe it's a small one that I can accomplish so that I increase by 1% that day before I go and start putting out fires. One of the tricks to this is as the day progresses, trying to either, one, stay focused on those important but not urgent things so that when the fires arise, they don't completely derail us, or being strategic about leaving periods of our day open so that we can address those important and urgent items, those fires that we have to put out or the things that we have to get done today. Where you would start is you're going to brain dump, as we've talked before, So you're going to sit down and either write or type out everything that you have to do in a day. Once you've done that, then you can start to put those things into these boxes. I used to take a journal 
Uh, it was a little pocket journal. They're, they're called field notes if you've ever heard of them or if you want to Google them. They're cool little sort of like designer uh, pocket notebooks. And I would take two pages at the beginning of my week and I would draw a cross on the two pages to create these four squares. And then I would do a brain dump and then I would take everything that I brain dumped and I would put them into those four squares. What is it that is important and not urgent, important and urgent, um, urgent, not important, not urgent, not important, delete those things. Um, And I would use that to structure out my week, structure out my day, um, to provide me with a list of what it is that I had to do. And then by the end of the week, I would get everything done that was in these squares. Over time, I kind of adapted away from that and developed my own system of um, marking tasks in order to fit into the same thing. That's sort of a concept if you wanted to talk to me more specific about, let me know. Um, But it all started with this Eisenhower box after the brain dump so that I knew exactly what tasks I needed to put into my day. This also does a really good job of helping you stay focused on those important things. I found that if those important things are not directly in front of you, even directly in front of you at all times, you're going to have a tendency to look away from them because they don't give you an immediate gratification. This isn't something like, I'm going to make a phone call right now in order to retain a client to make $500 right now, okay? That would probably be an urgent and important thing. The important but not urgent things are not going to bring me an immediate satisfaction. So sometimes during my day, it's hard to sit down and justify putting time into those. But the majority of the things that we're eventually going to start talking about in this podcast on how we optimize our days and bring us 1% closer to our goals are going to be these important but not urgent things. So we have to make room for them in our life if we're ultimately going to accomplish them. All right, let's go ahead and get a quote in here. It's conveniently from Mr. Stephen Covey and from his book, uh, First Things First. Now, admittedly, I have not read that book. Um, I did read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. If you've been listening to this podcast and you've been following along, that's a book that I recommend that you read. For you to sit down and read the book with no context to it, I think it can be a little bit um, highbrow and might go over top of your head. But if you've been listening to the podcast, then a lot of the concepts you're already familiar with. So a lot of the things he talks about in the book um, are going to sort of reinforce at a deeper level sort of the broad concepts that we've already talked about. I haven't read First Things First Um, even though it is sort of the topic of this podcast, I came about this topic another way. Um, but I highly recommend anything that Stephen Covey has written. All right. His quote for today is quote, how many people on their deathbed wish they've spent more time at the office? End quote. The quote does not directly relate to putting important things first but only in the sense that when you're on your deathbed, what would you rather do? Would you have rather spent time on those important things so that you could have a long-term life of happiness? Or 
Would you have rather spent time at the office putting out fires with really no long-term benefit to it whatsoever? That's something for you to think about until we release our next episode. Guys, as always, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy the show. If you ever have any feedback, please feel free to reach out.